0: This
1: is the remix. How we doing? Right. Second day in pads. Yeah, you guys ready? You got pads for <laughs> us, huh? Oh man, I don't know if you guys would be able to do that. <laughs> <laughs> it was hot yesterday. Yeah, you you're evaluated differently because you are a black quarterback.
0: I don't want to go that far and say that. I mean, obviously uh, the black quarterback has had a battle to be in this position that we are to have this many guys in the league playing. And I think every day we're proving that uh, we should have been playing the whole time. We've got guys that think think uh just as well as they can use their athleticism and so uh it it always is weird when you see guys like me lamar kyler kind of get that on them and other guys don't but at the same time we're gonna go out there and prove ourselves every day to show that we can be some of the best quarterbacks in the league
1: press box transition yeah it's it's tough um yesterday we got a, a gift from the gods yesterday it seemed like i felt like i was in October back east or something, but um, it's difficult. You know, I mean, I think the guys have done a great job of hydrating, um, you know, and our training staff and our strength and conditioning staff have done a great job of one, getting our our guys in condition and two, making sure that we're doing all the right things to recover every day, uh, which is an important part of it. And um, we're all hydrated uh, and ready to go every day, which is a huge part of of, of being able to play day after day in this weather.
2: Just crushed my dreams. Boom. Sadness. That's the one. Ed, update from Raiders practice? Uh,
0: According to Q, no Chandler Jones, no Waller. So that's two for Waller and four for Chandler
2: Jones. So Chandler Jones, uh, most likely reasoning is injury. Has to be, yes. Uh, Can't really think of any other reason Chandler Jones wouldn't be there. Or maybe some personal reason that has him out. But I it was that, I think they might say, hey, he's out for a personal reason or something. But most likely for Chandler Jones is an injury. Darren Waller. That one is a bit interesting. Again, Only because potentially there's injury there as well, obviously. But two days in a row, Darren Waller, not at practice. And this is a guy that is clearly underpaid, clearly uh, deserves more given the tight end market does not have any guaranteed money left, has two years left on his current contract. However, he has said multiple times that he's letting his agent handle it and he's going to play. He's going to worry about, you know, what's on the field, not off the field. Is there a chance he's sort of had a change of mind? Well, change is there of a parts? chance
0: they've told him it's not happening?
2: Before that, they said, hey, we're not. Yeah, the, we're
0: going to let you play it out. We're going to let you we're, you're going to play this year and then we'll see. Is there a chance that negotiations got to that point point? they finally said that? So
2: maybe Darren Waller, the couple times that he's come out and said, I'm going to play whatever, he was under the impression. Something was getting done. My agent's talking to them. We're going to figure something out, right? Whatever it is, I'm going to be playing. And maybe you're right. Two days ago or whenever, they were like, we're just not going to come to any sort of agreement on what to do here. And he's now under the impression that He's not going to get a contract right. extension or whatever. Extension, guarantee, raise. We've talked about the different options they could go down. Maybe. Maybe that's what it is. I mean, obviously, it could just simply be he rolled his ankle and they're holding him out for a couple of days and it's no big deal. But right. I think given that it's Darren Waller. No, well, it's fair to ask questions. Yeah, reasonable speculation. Right, it's fair. And is Darren Waller actually, you know, holding in like right. Debo Samuel, like DK Metcalf did, which would allow him to avoid the, the $50,000 $50, fine. Tr- fine. But also, not participate well, effectively when you
0: have no guaranteed money for this year. Fifty grand—it's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna add up pretty quickly, right? Fifty yeah. grand a day. Yeah, it will.
2: So interesting. Um, McDaniel's talked yesterday, so he won't talk today. Correct. Two days ago. Two days ago. So he still won't talk today, right? No, no um, he will not talk today.
0: Would he? What would he say? He won't about talk Waldo. until. He won't talk till Friday because they travel tomorrow. They're at the Hall of Fame on Wednesday. They play Thursday, and he has to talk
2: Friday. He has to talk the day after. Okay. I mean, surely he'll talk after the game Thursday, right? And he'll talk talk after the game. He'll talk after the game. So, man, Darren Waller doesn't uh, practice until then? Well,
0: I mean, if he's out today, like I said, travel day tomorrow, Hall of Fame Wednesday, if he's not... If he's not on the sideline, on now he could be on the sideline right. on Thursday night with a sweatsuit
2: on because they're just not going to play him anyway. I hope does he have does he have a, a personal logo? I hope he's no, i I hope he's in like a personal <laughs> logo hoodie on the sideline. Like, D W like doesn't wear a Raiders jersey or a jersey. He doesn't wear like a Raiders hoodie. He wears his own. Yeah, wears just like a D. A, I don't know D W some sort of logo. I don't know if he has one, right. but I hope that's what he's in on the
3: sideline or whatever yes. during the game. Does he have one? Talking to the mic, Jared. <laughs> I okay. I know, but I'm trying to figure out. The Darren Waller Foundation is a silver and black shield with D and W and 83 underneath it. Good enough. What we need.
2: Good enough. What I hope need. he's in that on the sideline. Oh, it's actually.
3: I would say from all of the weird, like, especially Russell Wilson's ugly logo. It's. i, I It's not a bad logo comparative to a lot of bad athlete logos. And here's the
2: thing. Because you said it's Darren Waller Foundation, like charity related, you can wear that. It's hard to criticize a guy for wearing like a charity sure. thing on his shirt. Like I'm, I'm sure the NFL has rules, and they'd he'd still somehow get fined for it. But like, is McDaniel's really going to be like, "Hey man, where's your Raiders hoodie?" While he's wearing a Darren Waller Foundation hoodie or shirt or yeah. whatever? Be great. What's
3: that? You're trying to help ki- at-risk youth, <laughs> right? Exactly. It'd be great. Be great, so that's what Part I Part of the team, man. That's what I hope Darren Waller does, and that'll give us something interesting it, to talk about. What I need is whoever, I guess, uh, I need to text Q. I need like play by play breakdowns of how Foster Moreau is looking. That's right.
2: Foster Moreau, Moreau, Moreau.
3: Come I'm on, not, I'm not doing it. Moreau,
2: uh, so I there's, ca- there's I can't speak English right, I'm not gonna speak French correctly. Given the schedule, there's a legitimate chance we don't have. Any more updates or any more sightings of Chandler Jones or Darren Waller no. until Thursday? People covering it live game. will be like, well, no, well, I'm no just they, they'll them. say
0: they'll say if right. they see him or they'll say if they're in sweats or right. I mean, say, oh, whatever. Chandler
2: Jones in a walking boot on the right. sideline or right. Chandler Jones is walking fine on the whatever, right. like because I, I doubt he plays, right? They might not even play the starters anyways, but let alone. Well they're it, certainly not playing guys who've been out for three or four days right so I doubt Chandler Jones plays but that'll be that'll be the next time we get a legitimate update on two
0: pretty important players yeah right
2: like I mean <laughs> they're pretty good uh players for this team might be Thursday hey they're on the sideline hey they're not on the sideline whatever it is I, I'd be curious if you're Darren Waller and like if we're going off the speculation that he's potentially like holding in do you go are you on the sideline during the game? Or do you stay, like, in the locker room? Do you even, like, do you even... Do you travel?
0: No, I guess you have to travel.
2: Right. Maybe you... Do you stay at the team hotel? (laughs) Like, you just in your hotel room? Like, I'm curious, like, we've never... Because we've never had hold-ins before. We've never had guys that are... Because, again, like we talked about earlier, $50,000 fine if you're holding out and you're not there. The sort of workaround that Debo Samuel and DK Metcalf used was they showed up, but then they didn't participate in drills or practices or whatever so that's sort of the workaround and if waller is following a similar path i don't know what happens if you're holding in and your team goes to play a preseason right. game do you hold in on the sideline or in the in the locker room i don't know maybe you just camp out in the medical tent during the game you just like, <laughs> have them where put the I blue end.
0: tent up and everyone's got their binoculars out saying who's right. hurt who's hurt right. well uh, nobody nobody's hurt it's just darren waller sitting on a uh uh, a training
3: table. In he's there. holding it. Yeah. He's just talking to the to the person. He's like, yeah, go ahead and tape me up. You're wearing sweatpants.
2: Yeah, go ahead and tape me up. <laughs> It'll be fun anyways.
3: So yeah. Curious to see that. All
2: right. I did want to go back to something here. Jared, where's the press box transition button? I did want to go back to something uh, on Deshaun Watson. Transition. Talked about him to start the show. He's getting a six game suspension. However, if the NFL appeals, Roger Goodell can, I guess, make it whatever he wants at that point. Uh, So we'll see if six games actually is the final number on Deshaun Watson. But there were two details that we didn't get into earlier in the show. The first one, Deshaun Watson is not getting fined as a part of this uh, suspension and punishment. The NFL wanted him to be fined on top of the suspension. He's not getting fined. So what that means is Deshaun Watson is going to lose his game check. For however long the suspension is, if it ends up being six games, it'll be six games. And that would be $345,000 times six. No, no total in total three, because remember Deshaun Watson signed a one, his contract, the way it is structured Mm -hmm. $45 million signing signing bonus, bonus, $1 million salary for this year. So if he gets suspended, he would keep the signing bonus in total and he would only lose game checks, which are significantly lower because he's only making a million dollars as his salary. You don't even know 345's gone. Right. You don't even know you lost He it. just got,
3: what is it, 260 guaranteed? Yeah, he, he, he hey, would not even know that
0: that money's gone. That's
3: not even enough to afford a house. <laughs> <laughs> not here. So Deshaun Watson, from a monetary standpoint...
2: Pressing. This is like as good as it possibly sure. could have gone. Wouldn't even know it's gone. He sat out all of last year. That was not a punishment. That was not a suspension. That was not a fine. He got all of his money from the Texans last yeah. season because that was not an official suspension. Now, because of the way the Browns structured this contract, he's going to lose hardly any money compared to his two hundred sixty million dollar guarantee.
0: He's obviously when he was playing top five quarterback. How well do you think? How good do you think he is when he comes back? I.
2: Don't know. He'll have missed a season and a half of playing football, right? And not even season and a half. But yeah, I I think it's a fair question to ask. Is this guy immediately a top five quarterback? He's not old, right? You're not having a guy that's 35, right? right? I think there's a legitimate question like Russell Wilson. Does his age catch up to him and and that be a bad move for the Broncos? But he's not old, but it's just a matter of how good is he. And I, I think the way, maybe the most likely way this plays out, he comes back and he's good, not great. This year and next year, he's back. To he's back to what he was. Deshaun, Watson. which was
0: a top five quarterback. Right.
2: I think that might be the most likely scenario for Deshaun Watson. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, it's legitimately he hasn't played in an NFL game in over a year now. And it'll have been basically a year and a half um, once he's back. So I, I don't know. I don't know how good he'll actually be because the Browns traded a lot for him, gave him the guaranteed contract and... They're, they're counting on him. Being I mean, everything the top five everything guy.
0: they did was based on he's going to be the same guy, right, or better.
2: Because you, you don't even trade for the guy with those allegations. No, if he's who's, not a top. Not, guy. Not you not don't trade player. for that guy at all. Well, the Browns did, and the Falcons wanted to, and what there was one other team I'm blanking on that wanted to. Multiple teams wanted to. It wasn't. It wasn't <sighs> the, like the Browns pulled the trigger on it. They were not the only team interested in doing right. so. So, like a lot of teams traded Which on.
3: People are gross.
2: The one other detail on Deshaun Watson the judge's ruling the third party judge ruled that he must get all his massages from team massage therapists oh man so just hire a pro if you're the browns massage therapist or whatever company they contract for that how do you feel about that that now you basically have to give deshaun watson massages
0: well i don't feel good about right? it like i'd be <laughs> yeah, like
2: I
3: don't, I don't know if i'm putting I, uh anyone in harm's way right but it's also very telling that they're like
0: i mean is it hello deshaun meet your therapist fenn i
2: mean it's i don't know yeah so the other part of this how are they going to enforce that because what we know about deshaun watson he was dming women on instagram for massages and meeting them basically in secret right like he was, it's like this wasn't like legitimate. Oh, he's going to a, a massage no. uh, parlor and setting up an appointment through a company. It wasn't Robert Kraft. Yeah. He he right. was just DMing people on Instagram. How are they going to stop that from happening again? I would, well, maybe I shouldn't assume this. I would like to think Deshaun Watson's smart enough that he's not going to do that again. That he's not going to do that He
3: barely got punished I, this you're time. Right. Yeah, he got you're six right.
2: games. But like, the Texans
3: paid all the freaking.
2: But, like, how do you prevent a guy from DMing somebody he sees on Instagram and asking for a massage? I I don't know how you enforce that. Like, I don't know. So, I mean, if it becomes public? If people start saying, hey, I got a DM, here's the proof, here's the DM from him? Do the Browns, maybe not the Browns, do the other AFC North teams set up fake Instagram accounts of massage therapists and try to catch Deshaun Watson?
3: No, that's what the cops should have done. (laughs) But, listen...
2: Teams are NFL teams are more motivated to win than cops are to stop Deshaun Watson. That's so, what the police in Texas should have done.
3: <laughs> so Jesus. I,
2: and by the way, if as the judge who decided this, she by by her ruling, she decided that Deshaun Watson was too dangerous of a massage customer to go to regular massage therapist, right? right. right. That, that's basically what she said. That so he she said she, in her findings, her 15-page findings. By saying that he can only get massage therapy from Brown's massage therapist, mm-hmm. she's basically saying he can't be trusted to go to a right. third-party massage uh, therapy. How is that only six games? You're basically saying right. this guy's a threat to massage therapists. Yeah, six-game suspension. Like I just that that logic doesn't. You're getting tortured, by the way, is she on Twitter? Yeah, on the six oh. games. I mean, yes. Stephen.
3: Uh, Stephen uh, alone from Australia. <laughs> they they what they said in their tweet was, "You got a guy who gets a year for gambling," and it's just like, yeah, what? There was actual harm
1: and malice.
2: All right,
3: coming up next,
2: it's Bischoff's briefs. Bischoff's
3: Briefs. Son, I didn't understand a word you just said. Bishop's Briefs. Hey, thanks. That is not a compliment.
4: Ah, I disagree. Bischoff's
3: Briefs. Okay, well, that was just a list of complete nonsense, but you're not totally wrong.
2: Bischoff's Briefs. Case Kiefer is going to join the show live from Raiders practice in about 10 minutes. In about 20 minutes, we're going to have tickets to the Las Vegas Aces game against the Chicago sky coming up a little bit later this month. So stay tuned for that. Bischoff's briefs today is fun. Uh, I went back to Mississippi this past week. Uh, My mother, for any of those that are unaware has a bunch of animals, uh, has a miniature farm going on. I don't know if miniature is the right word anymore. Uh, Here's a rundown out of all the animals that I saw. And I believe this is all the animals she has. Uh, dogs and cats pigs goats chickens turkeys donkeys cows bulls bees horses
0: rabbits now the bees she you've told me she's had bees for a
2: while now and she takes care of them and she does she put on the whole suit yeah she has a whole suit and everything <sighs> sometimes she doesn't wear it all though uh that happens but yeah she's had be- bees okay besides As you do besides dogs and cats bees were like the first other animal that she had because she had bees in the wall of her garage had some beekeeper come out and, Take, like, and move them extract the queen right. and move her to the backyard, to the backyard in a, backyard. a little man-made hive and the queen if the queen had died the hive would have died right she wouldn't have had bees but the queen survived and then she went out and bought more hives so now she's got i don't know was it like five hives out do there? do you go near them i did walk out there by them once but they don't really bother you too much unless you agitate them. Like, you might get stung, but they don't really... They'll just fly right past you if you're out by the okay. hive. Unless you... I mean, she, if you go in and start grabbing out the honey like she does, they'll sting you, but that's why you wear the beekeeper suit. So, yeah. She's got the bees. Um, we she's saw, got the bees. We saw <laughs> goats fighting. Nice. Like, ramming their heads against each other. Couldn't it, quite figure out why. This is all in the backyard. Yeah. She's got like four acres or something like that. Goats are like ramming their heads against each other. Couldn't quite figure out what they were fighting over, but they were fighting, uh, ramming their heads against each other. She's got two different types of pigs. Uh, One, the potbelly pigs Mm -hmm. are petrified of humans. That's weird. Not sure why, but like there she's got like eight baby pigs or whatever, and they are horrified.
3: Of humans, well, like, I think they know what's about to happen to them. Like, you walk
2: up to them and they run away. My mom, I, I should have Jared. Tomorrow, I'm gonna to send you some audio that we're gonna play that's gonna break everybody's ears. They squeal the loudest noise you've ever if heard. If you go near life, them, if you pick them up, and my mom okay. would get in there and sort of like try to corner them and pick one up to like come and show it to us or
3: whatever. Oh,
2: Jared I'll send you the audio it's it's a horrific sound it'll be great for the radio
3: just literally be listening at 845 yes. when we play a pig
2: squealing gonna be an absolute nightmare when we do that so that was fun the uh, the other type of pigs and I can't remember what type of pigs they were are actually really friendly and you can like go in and pet them and one of them for my fiance who thinks pigs are cute she was in there with them and one of them like rolled over like a dog so she could rub its rub belly, the belly. Rub that the belly. made my sure. fiance's entire trip Sure. that was like the best thing that ever happened was she got to rub the belly of a pig so that was great for her um however the worst part of the trip the flight to Mississippi we flew through Houston so the flight from Vegas to Houston on Wednesday I have never seen so many kids on an airplane. <laughs>
0: There were your worst nightmare. Oh, my God. Okay.
2: So right in front of us were two kids probably like... praying for turbulence. Right. Probably like 9 and 10 or whatever. They were fine. In the seat next to me and my fiancé was a mother with like a 2-year-old who sat on her lap the entire flight. In your row? In our row. Uh, That child was great. Phenomenal kid. Did not make a sound. Phenomenal. So happy that kid was in the row with us. To the left of us was a dad with two kids that were like six and eight. Nightmare. Anyway. Uh, so one of these kids at one point just starts screaming on the plane, like unintelligible screaming. And it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. The dad just threw a blanket over the kid's head.
3: <laughs> this is on your way to Houston? Yeah, uh, One of the funniest things I've ever seen. That's that's the move of a man who's like, done it before. Yep. Yeah, Just threw a blanket over the kid. And it kind
2: of worked. I mean, the kid... Stop screaming. And then right behind us, sitting in the aisle, so they weren't sitting in the same row as each other, but sitting in the aisle across from each other was two parents. And they had like a screaming three-year-old. Oh. And they just kept passing it back and forth. That was the oh. worst kid on the plane. That kid screamed for probably 50% of the flight. But they just kept passing it back and forth each other between the aisles. Absolute disaster. I do not understand why there were so many kids on See? this plane. What a nightmare. It was, it was horrible.
0: I you're gonna I'm taking the opposite approach because we've had kids, and you cannot imagine the level of stress when oh. your kid is the one who is screaming. yeah, you were and I can see him passing them back and forth because you were your stress level because you know everyone hates you. I mean, you you yeah. just do. and it's it's horrible. but <laughs> so you know, I mean, when Tristan started doing it, I'm not going to say this, but maybe a little Benadryl was involved. Well,
3: yeah, that's, I mean, I always, I was always told you just dip the kid's finger in some bourbon just let them suck yeah. on their thumb. And yeah. by the and time, sudden, by the, yeah, you take off, they wake up and they're like a little confused. So the other part of this, so we all went back to
2: Mississippi, um, to surprise my grandmother. She's turning 90, actually this, in a, in a week or so, but kids are in school and whatever. So we did it in July. So we went back and surprised her. So it was me, One of my siblings still lives there, but all four of my siblings, three of my siblings, all four of us were there. Uh, And then a couple of cousins came in as well. And we surprised my grandmother, which was great. Uh, She had no idea we were coming. Uh, So that was phenomenal. But that meant that my sister, who has two kids that are like two and four, were there. And my brother, who has three kids that are like six, eight, and 11 or something like that, were also all there. Nightmare! Oh, my God.
3: Okay, I'm starting to understand these why he doesn't want to have kids. Oh. Apparently, he's very fertile. Oh, <laughs> these kids. Jeez. Jesus. Just all over the place. These are your nephews and nieces. And,
2: oh, they're running and screaming everywhere the entire time. <laughs> just nonstop. Want to go just dirty and muddy at all times. Out with the
0: animals. Oh,
2: with yes. With grandma. Oh, yes. This was just a nightmare. Like, I, I'm getting a vasectomy
3: tomorrow. <laughs> Like, Ooh, can you do it live on the air? I will yes. not do that live on the air. <laughs> if, you, if you offer vasectomies in the Las Vegas area, get in touch with our uh, sales yeah. manager. We might be able to do something. Just, this was... It's an outpatient procedure. Two or three days. A hell of a trip with all these kids. Just a
2: nightmare.
0: I just, I, I'm stunned at your feeling towards children. Because children are great.
2: No, they are not.
3: We love children. No, you're, it's, the people who I know that dislike children the most are the people who are like, well, if they have kids, they're like, well, I like mine.
0: Yeah. If you have I, children. I hate yours. If you have children, you will love
2: yours. I don't believe my sister put her two-year-old down for like more than 30 minutes at a time. For like, naps? No, no, no. I mean, she's Oh, she's holding her. Holding this kid. For almost the entire trip, because the kid wanted to be held all the time, like he'd run around and play for a little bit, but then he'd come back and put his arms up. He's and two, to be up. and he's two. Yeah, that's two what two-year-olds want. Yeah. Miserable years, and we're it mammals. Stop. Yeah, I don't want that. They want to carry a baby around. <laughs> yeah. Sounds terrible. So that was my trip. It was. a Didn't good Can you say an animal died? Oh yeah uh one of the she's got a certain type of chicken that's just there to like keep bugs away or something and she's got like ten of them and one of them we was dead one day when we we, we <laughs> so we you, you put it in a pot <laughs> uh I can't remember what my mom did with it. I don't remember she's probably gonna feed it to other animals yeah or feed it to like the that. dogs yeah yeah I mean all of the leftovers we have she's like, oh we'll, we'll take that We'll feed it to the pigs she's like, I'll save some money. so yeah any left like we went to Hibachi one night where there's a bunch of leftovers she took it all home and fed it to the pigs.
3: So. so there used to be, and I know we need to get to Case Kiefer, but uh, there used to be a pig farm, a very famous pig farm in North Las Vegas that would live like, at the end of the day, all the buffets around would, take, food would take it to the pig farm. And he'd basically be like, pennies on the dollar. Yeah, that's what my mother said. She's going to save so much money. All right, coming up next, Case Kiefer joins us live from Raiders Practice. <laughs>
4: Not quite 105 in a monsoon. I'm from uh, Birmingham, Alabama, which I was just telling some people. Birmingham's actually the third rainiest city in America. A lot of people don't know that, so I'm, I'm, I'm used to uh, a lot of humidity, and uh, sometimes you just gotta, you know, thug it out. If it rains, the, you know, the air may get a little thick, but uh, it's still a blessing to be out there. So, all of the sun, none of the fun on the
0: Press Box Summer Edition.
2: Joining us now from the Las Vegas Sun is Case Kiefer. Uh, Case, if it started raining right now, how quickly could you get somewhere where you would stay dry?
1: Uh, well, I'm already somewhere I would stay dry. Oh. I'm, I'm in the back of a media tent. As Ed probably <laughs> knows, I've been causing a lot of trouble at uh, training camp. I've, yes. I've gotten uh, scolded multiple times. So yep. I'm trying my best to uh, make sure I make it through this segment without uh, adding to my tally.
2: What, what have you been scolded for?
1: Uh, you know, I just had the audacity to, to go for shade and you know go away from the rain in <laughs> places other than the media tent. And we uh, can only go to the media tent, or else uh, we're, we're we're not excused from the elements.
0: So, quick story: there's an ice box. I'm sure you've read about it. That they run in, it's like zero degrees to get out of the heat. Yes. They can only stand there for like. We're 10 waiting seconds. for
2: you to go in there one day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well,
0: Case and I and others have been ones to go and just lean against it because it's oh. cool and it's in the shade and it's 100 degrees out. And you have one of these guys who appears to be an FBI agent with one of those <laughs> little um, little uh, microphones around his around his face and little uh, earphone. I don't know who he's talking to, none of us do, but he makes us get off it. He goes, hey, you, you got to stand out on the field. You can't do this. Um, he's the same guy who Sam Gordon literally had a half a foot on the grass instead of on the concrete. He came over he goes, let's back up, sir. So Case has gotten scolded a few times for all the uh, shenanigans he's pulling off out there.
2: <laughs> all right, Case, we'll, we'll try not to get you in trouble today. Um, how serious, or how concerning... Is it that Chandler Jones is not out there? I'm assuming he hasn't shown up in the last couple of minutes. That he's not out there for the fourth straight day.
1: Yeah, not out here again. And you know, I think the the four straight days is the the operative phrase there. I think that's that, this is when it starts getting a little concerning. I think even one or two, um, being that that he's a veteran, obviously the oldest guy on the team, it makes sense they were giving him some time off. But the longer it stretches up, the more it stands out. I, I will say the one strange thing is he did complete the entire practice the last time he did practice, I believe. Wednesday, maybe, and he seemed totally fine. He came over and talked to fans, signed a bunch of autographs afterwards. So it's hard to—we have no idea what his injury is. It didn't, if he's in, or even if he's injured, but uh, we didn't see anything in practice. And um, yeah, four straight days. I think that this is about the time when you start wondering—you uh, know—what exactly is going on.
2: I, I think it was Ed leaning on the icebox while he was in there and, yes. and you hit him while he yes, was in there. That's when he was coming yeah. out. Hit you, him. You, you froze his feet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. The other player that's been absent, uh, Darren Waller has missed two days in a row. I know it's all speculation here. Obviously, he could be injured too, but do you think there's any chance this is some sort of like hold in from Darren Waller where he wants a new contract or guaranteed money or extension, whatever it is, and he is not going to show up to practice until he gets it?
1: Uh, I kind of doubt that. I don't, you know, I I tend to believe him when when he said, uh, you know, he's letting his age, I know he wants a new contract, but when he said, you know, he's letting uh, outside forces kind of dictate that and he just wants to practice, um, you know, again, a second straight day kind of makes you uh, turn your eyes up. Uh, You know, he's a guy that um, struggled with health last year. I know the Raiders want to keep him uh, um, going, so it didn't, it wasn't really alarming, I feel like, when he sat out one practice, but now another one. Um, a lot of guys are out today, though, so maybe it is just, just a maintenance day, even though it's on back-to-back. I would say that the the concern level is uh, a few notches higher for Chandler Jones, but now uh, Darren Waller certainly something uh, we have to keep an eye on as well here.
0: You're an accomplished, and I hear, and terrific lineman in your time. Uh, I wasn't able to watch you, but that's uh, the rumor that's going <laughs> on. Uh, we've seen Alex Leatherwood second string. We've seen him third string. We saw him in the media room the other day. He did not seem uh, any kind of jovial self. So what do you think's going on with this guy?
1: I think not, not, not to uh, change the subject too much to my glory days, but I think my scouting report's gotten (laughs) twisted somehow. I I was always a better defensive guy and you're, you're like the third person. I think you were a great lineman in the day. I I, I was okay, but defense was more my, uh, was more my strength. Uh, as far as Alex Leatherwood. Um, he looks like he's in great shape. He does, does look like in a lot better shape than last year. Um, you know, it, it's been hard. They've only had three fully padded practices, and it hasn't been extremely physical despite, uh, well, actually exactly what Jonathan Abrams said yesterday. We were joking. That might be the only uh, thing he said with any conviction, that he doesn't know why that, that they're getting the uh, uh, the reputation of these practices that are so hard-hitting. They've, they've kind of been taking things lightly. I think it's hard to evaluate the offensive line. But that being said, I mean, I think Leatherwood, you have to say right now, is an underdog to have a starting spot in week one. Um, he's been splitting reps with Brandon Parker, but Parker's been in. More often, I'd say it's more like a 65 35 split than anything else. We've seen Munford, Thayer Munford, the seventh round pickets and first round reps the last couple of days. I think he's in the conversation there. Um, you know, Leatherwood struggled so much last year, and he just kind of has to prove it to this new coaching staff. And, you know, they're not giving us information, so we can't say for sure. But from what we've seen on the practice field, it looks like he still has a long way to go to prove that uh, he's ready to that role to those guys.
2: So if you were making a prediction now on August 1st, uh, what would be your five-man unit to start on the offensive line?
1: Yeah, I think it's still going to be Andre James at center. I think they're giving uh, – I think maybe they aren't as high on him as the old coaching staff as well, but Parham has gotten a lot of uh, first-team reps. I still think it snaps. have it, been an issue, so I think it will be Andre James. Uh, the two guards, to me, seem pretty clear, honestly. John Simsman and, and Lester Cotton um, – I know some of the fan base seems to be skeptical of Cotton, but if you watch the drills and stuff, and I guess I will lean back on my offensive line uh, days, he really does seem like the most fluid. He seems like he moves the best. I think he you know, might look like the best lineman aside from Colton Miller, who obviously is going to be uh, that left tackle. And then, you know, the right tackle is the one that still could switch, but I, I think as of right now you have to make Brandon Parker the favorite. So Parker, Cotton, Simpson, James, and uh, Miller is the uh, odds on favorite, I think, right now.
0: Uh, speaking of guys who weren't out there today, at least going on some Twitter feed, uh, Rock and Anthony Everett, um, corners are an issue uh, to a lot of people in terms of question marks. How do you see this playing out? Because we know what's going on with Trayvon Mullen. And, you know, these look, these could all be veteran days. We don't know why these guys are out. Um, it's hard to speculate. But that corner spot, at least the opposite corner, seems to be up for grabs.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I know. Uh, I, I think it's, it was in the section I'm allowed to report on, but Darius Phillips at an interception uh, today looked pretty good. So hopefully I don't get in trouble for sharing that one. But um, I, I think the corners overall at training camp have looked better than I expected. I still am extremely worried uh, going into the year. I think the Raiders obviously made huge upgrades in kind of all the splashy spots. But some of these like backbone of your team position groups are still a big question mark for me. Um you know, I'm guessing since we've seen Avery and Yasin out every every single day, including yesterday. Maybe today is just a uh, maintenance day. I think you feel you know somewhat confident going into the season with, with those two, um, and that's before even Trayvon Mullen comes back. Um, so you know, maybe not as much competition there as I thought. And I think I think Nate ha- I think the world of Nate Hobbs is a player. I think he's a, he's a guy I'd like to see outside more. Maybe they'll do that. I know it looks like he's going to be playing inside. Uh, a little bit more, but I think Hobbs just has all the potential in the world. So he's a guy you can fall back on. So I'd say I'm a little more optimistic about the secondary than I did was coming into camp, but uh, it's still a pretty big question mark for me. All
2: right. Here's an important question for you. Do you like kids or do you only like your kid?
1: Uh, I I like kids. (laughs) Since we're we're getting into my history, I probably say, uh, in in college, I was a preschool teacher. Actually, oh. So oh nice! You can't you can't dislike kids and be a preschool teacher. Wow. Okay. Yeah.
2: I I do not have any desire to have any kid, not my own, just within ten feet of me at any time. Ed <laughs> says though, like if I had a kid, that I would actually like my kids. Yes. So I don't know if Ed likes kids or just likes his own kids, but apparently that's a very important distinction. But you are a preschool teacher and like all kids. Okay. Good job, yeah, Case.
1: There's been a lot of kids out here the last couple of days, too. I know you guys as a colleague, Adam Hill, has been saying it's a child abuse and it's too hot. But have <laughs> you know, a lot of strollers <laughs> in the last couple of days for whatever reason. All right,
2: Case. Uh, try not to get in any more trouble out at Raiders practice. Uh, we appreciate it. Thanks, Case.
1: Uh, yep, thanks, guys.
2: So there's Case Kiefer from the Las Vegas Sun, live from Raiders
3: practice. Uh, I agree with Adam Hill. That does sound like child abuse. It's very hot outside. It's really I mean, hot outside. M- do you agree I mean like do you think they sh- the kids should go in or you're like are because you hate kids you're thinking I'm not nah, wishing, them a- I'm not wishing harm upon them just don't I don't want them
0: around me. There's some shade there you've got the fans ha- are under tents and then you have the family section uh, that is more in the end zone where there's a lot of kids um, and with their par- with their uh, moms and you know the car kids are there every day and there's other kids there and they're under shade as well. The kids it's- should rush the ice
2: box. That one guy with the, with the headsets not oh, going to stop, all the, kids. Guy, oh, no, stop all the kids. no, stop all the kids. It's going to be like guy.
3: 300. He's going to be just kicking kids. <laughs> he loves when
0: we try to lean against that icebox. He comes his, over. Yeah, uh, You need to leave here. I've make been standing
3: around
2: worthwhile. doing nothing. Yeah, no. exactly. Say, <laughs> make his whole day worthwhile. That's great. You want to know something fun? When I was uh senior in high school, I was supposed to go for a period of class and help tutor kindergartners. Oh yeah. How'd you get out of it? So I I did it for quite a while and then I realized that the kindergarten teachers were not really aware that I was supposed to like be there every day. They just thought I was coming to help out when I had free time and there was like wasn't a communication between my school and the kindergarten. So I just went home. And they didn't say anything? No, because the kindergartner, kindergarten teachers just thought I was there to help out. Like, oh, <laughs> he's got free time? Great. Awesome. When in reality, that's where I was
3: supposed to be for my last period of the day. So I would just drive home. Wow. I mean, my senior year, I literally took P.E. three times in one <laughs> English class. So That was kind of why. Like, I only needed, we had seven periods in my school
2: schedule, and I only needed five classes to graduate. And they were like, well, you can't take two study halls.
3: I needed one class to graduate, and they—I had, you had to take a minimum of four classes. And so I spread them out through the day, and then I'd run to the 7-Eleven and buy cigarettes and sodas <laughs> and sell, <laughs> I sell mean, them to the kindergartners
2: <laughs> I was supposed to be tutoring.
3: <laughs> Statute of limitations are up, right? <laughs> All right. We got tickets to give
2: away four tickets in the ESPN fan zone for the Aces and Chicago Sky on August 11th. The fan zone is brought to you by West Star Credit Union and Finley Volkswagen Henderson. So if you want four tickets to the Aces and Sky on August 11th at Michelob Ultra Arena, call in now. 702-364-1100 is the phone number. That's 702-364-1100. We'll take... Caller number 6 at 702-364-1100. You'll get four tickets to Aces and Sky.
4: Very high, fairly deep. Garlic going back. He's at the wall. He will leap, and it's going to go. A two-run homer for Luke Voigt. And the Padres take a 2-0 lead here in the first. Sky's one to center field. Straight away and deep. Buxton's at the wall. Leaps. Going to go. Third home run of the night for the Padres. And the eighth of the year for Hosmer. They get the run right back after the Buxton homer. It's four to one San Diego in the fourth. Manny hits it in the air to left field and deep. Garlic racing back, he's at the wall, gonna go! Line drive, home run, Manny Machado. 17th of the year, a two-run laser. And the Padres go up six to one here in the fifth. Hitch it in the air to right field, well struck. Celestino's backing up, he's at the wall, leaps up, and it's gonna go! A three-run homer for Jorge Alfaro. Off the top of the wall in right field, into the barrel deck. The Padres have hit their fifth home run of the game, and it's 10-1.
3: You're locked in the press box.
2: Congratulations to Sean, who won tickets earlier in the show to 7-0 Brew, Oktoberfest. And congratulations to Reed, who is going out to Aces and Sky. Jared, I'm assuming we have more of those to give away throughout the week. Yes, we do. So stay tuned if you want to go to the Aces or Seven O Brew, which I am. The more I say it, the more I love that name.
3: Yeah, I uh, do too. It's a good name. That is a good name. All right, you
2: were at, you were peppering Ed with questions.
3: I know. I just well, I have one question specifically. I need a grade, Ed, on the Padres uniforms.
0: N A N
3: slash
0: A. Yeah. When you're twelve out, I can't even grade anything. Oh, I for God's like, sake! It's like well, I don't pay attention to people who are twelve out. Uh, yeah, I've seen them. They're like the uh, Ode the, to San Diego, right? They're like the yeah. Local... They're really cool. The City Connect ones. City Connect, yeah. yeah. I, I
2: okay. okay. Hold on. Give Give me a grade because uh, I'm pretty sure the Rockies were wearing them yesterday against the Dodgers. The Rockies green City Connect jerseys.
0: I give an A. They're 20-something back. They're more than
3: 12-out. How do they get a crazy? But, uh,
0: but they're 20-something back, of which I don't hate. <laughs> <laughs> they're a team that I don't hate. So I like them. I don't – if I was really grading the Padres, not that they're 12-out or that I hate them so much, I don't – I think Colorados are better. I just think Colorados are better. I'll leave it at that. I, I, I'm not. I'm not into – I don't know. Colorado's
3: might be the second worst city connectors oh,
2: that have been made.
3: I really, really like the Royals one, and I really, really hate the Chicago Cubs one, but the worst one I've seen is Boston. Boston. No, it's the Dodgers. Oh, I, okay. Hold on. look. I'm going to look it up. It's not
2: a different jersey. No. What? They, it's, it's the not- same jersey. They just wear blue pants instead of white pants. Right. And it's. Uh, I think it says LOS on it. They added LOS yeah. above Dodgers. Yeah. Yeah. The Dodgers have far and away the worst City yes. Connect jerseys it's, because they're not it's different. Not, it's the same. Yeah, it's, same, the, same, it's the same exact same jersey. They just wear blue yeah. pants Is instead this like of white the pants.
3: helmets being like, hey, we changed our helmet. You just made it black. Right. You didn't but do worse. anything. Right. Right. No. But worse.
2: But worse. Like, the, the Dodgers have a special City Connect jersey, and it's the same jersey they always wear. They just added on onto it. It's brutal. It's at, at least, like, the Red Sox well, is a not, weird it's yellow. It's not good. But at least it's different. Like, at least it's like an actual alternate jersey. The Dodgers just put their same jersey out there and said, "Hey, here's a special jersey." It's very dumb. It's far and away the worst simply because it's like the <laughs> least it's the least creative thing I've ever seen for a new they jersey. They added an S.
3: It's <laughs>
2: like it's awful. So yeah.
3: Ooh, I like the Diamondbacks one.
2: Diamondbacks one is great. It just says it says what? Serpents?
3: Serp, it's in Spanish. Serpent yeah. serpent serpientes? Serpientes yeah, I was, maybe. See see yeah. you noticed I me and Micromala shouldn't try to pronounce things cuz we don't always get hors d'oeuvre right. Yeah, why not? Um, speaking of the
2: Padres, uh, they signed, they locked up Joe Musgrove. This hundred million. Yeah, gave him a new contract. Um, he was a free going to be a free agent at the end yeah. of the year, but a hundred million dollars over five years with the Padres. So Joe Musgrove staying with the Padres.
0: Good pitcher. Oh man,
2: you're not Good even picture. worried about the Padres. I am. I told you that. I'm worried about. Them. You just said they're twelve back. You don't care about. No, I'm them.
0: worried about them in the playoffs. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm worried about the playoffs. Although Machado, since he came back from that ankle sitting like 206 Bob Nightingale just sweet, I didn't know he was that bad. Still better than Max Muncie. It's <laughs> true. It's true. <laughs> I I just don't want to play them in the playoffs because You are so petrified of losing, losing to them. them would just be Oh my god. <laughs> You're so the petrified people, of
3: losing
2: to them. that my
0: friends in San Diego who would come after me on that, even though it's the only time they'll have won
2: anything. Um It's just, it would be, it would be brutal. So I, I I believe right now, if the playoffs started today, the Dodgers would play the winner of Braves-Padres in their in the divisional round. Ooh, you better be scared of the Braves. They could go back to back. Oh, more so of them than the Padres. Oh my God, who are? Are you afraid of
0: the Brewers? No. Are Are you afraid? afraid
2: of the Phillies?
0: I think. I think if you're wrong. And DeGrom comes back and is completely healthy, I think they're getting out of the National
2: League. Yeah, well okay. It's reasonable to be afraid of the Mets. They're right. they're actually good. But like just running, you're you're afraid of the Braves, you're afraid of the Padres. But like I'm Brewers, only afraid
0: of the Padres because I know what would happen if they lost. The Dodgers are better than the Padres.
2: They're better than them. Thank you. Okay. Thank yes, you. but I mean, it'd it just be like, it, that's a more personal thing that I don't want them playing them. So we are so different. Do you know how badly I want the Astros to play the Yankees in the ALCS and the Dodgers in the World Series? Do you know uh, how badly appears, I, I want like the, the Astros, Astros? Losing to
3: one of those two teams would suck. Do you know how badly I want to play the Twins in the uh, in the, <laughs> the <Super> World Series? <laughs> uh, I, see, I just want the Astros to like win on a like phantom like call. Like he's safe. That would be he, f- great. Some, like one of the calls they can't review
2: would be phenomenal. Like this one of the stupidest things is they can't review a fair foul ball if it happens in front of the umpire. Right. So if the ball is fair, if they miss but he's a fair in front foul of it, call, behind third base. and it happens in front of the one of the first or third right. base umpires, they cannot review that. Which is completely Ooh, stupid. If it goes over his head and he yeah. misses the call, they can review it's it. It's completely stupid. But it's like, if he doesn't have to turn around, they think he's infallible. Which, to be fair, I don't know how many times I've seen a missed fair foul call. Like, they, they probably get... Ninety nine point nine nine nine
3: percent of those right. I just, but I
2: hope that's how they win in the postseason.
3: I just want like a straight down the line line drive that hits the first base, hits first base, and just like pops in the air. And he's just like Freddie Freeman's argh. just looking at it in the air as the winning <laughs> run
0: scores.
2: I can't get it. it would be great. I'll take. It. I'll take it. However, but yes, like I would love the Astros beating the Yankees. So
0: the right Warriors. now they play the winner of the Braves Padres. I
2: believe so. If I'm if I'm looking at that right, yes. Because the Mets would get the Brewers and Phillies.